Happy birthday, me. Ah, happy 40. <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting excited about this one. Ooh, me too. <laughs> and then I realized I have no keys to get in my car, and I just locked myself out. Whoa. I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> it's getting closer. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicole Esquino. And together we're here as your host for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week is all about the role of paper in our lives. We will dive deep into how to get rid of the massive piles that are stressing you out, how to organize the papers you do want to keep, and how to create a system to move forward in our digital world. Ooh, I'm getting excited about this one. Ooh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) We're such geeks. We're like, ooh, organizing paper. Yes. See, hopefully we can inspire you guys because a lot of people are not excited about the idea of this, but it stresses them out. So hopefully we can help you guys get a handle on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we are ahead of the game. We are in very late July right now when we record this, but this is going to be airing in very late August. And when we air this, Nicole, you're going to be 16 days away from having this little baby. Ooh, that's almost down, almost down to the single digits. <laughs> It's getting getting closer. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. Isn't that crazy? I know, it flew by. <laughs> I know. So I'm a lot of podcast listeners are wondering what's gonna happen in the coal. So do you wanna give them a little info on how you're shifting and Totally. So I will be taking some time away when the baby comes. I'm going to step away from my role at the studio at Yoga Sport Dallas and sweet, amazing Katie will be taking over. But don't worry, I'm still going to be helping out with the Angela Wagner coaching brand and I will still definitely be on the podcast because I am loving it. Yay. So yeah, so I've got some pretty cool guests lined up for when Nicole's out and then she'll come back and I'm sure you'll have lots of fun stories for us. Oh, yes. I'm just going to figure out the whole momming thing for a little while and then we'll be back in action. (laughs) We might even have to do like a a call in to uh, see where you are in the middle of the the mom crazy madness (laughs) going on. (laughs) Well, I'll definitely come visit several times, I'm sure. And so I'll uh, Oh my gosh, yes. That was like my lifeline was people bringing me lunch and visiting me. Adults, human contact outside of little people. <laughs> I know. Well, you're more brave than I am. So I would like not want to go outside. I I mean, I wanted to go outside, but I with well, you I guess you had Caleb, you had your stepson <laughs> at a young age, but I was like so nervous with Luke. I didn't know like how to do anything. And so I was like, how does the car seat work and how does the stroller work? And so I would <laughs> Totally. Yeah. No, I, when we first got pregnant, that was one of my first thoughts. Like I went to that kind of space, like super nervous about a newborn, but then I was like, okay, we've done this before. We're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. No, you will be fine. You're an adventurer. We'll figure much it more out. So. We'll wait. Yeah. It. <laughs> 
Yeah. And so in the future, I'm now 40. So happy birthday, me. Ah, happy 40. <laughs> it feels great. No, <laughs> it feels great when I'm still 39 on this end of the mic. <laughs> nice. Or do you have any like weird feelings around it? Because I always hear like 40 is the one for women, you know, like the one they worry about. Yeah. You know, not really. I was a lot more sensitive around my 30th because I was single and I just thought at that point in my life I would be married and maybe have a kid or I just thought I was going to be in a different space. So I had trouble at my 30th. But no, I feel really good about where I'm at. And the only thing is I like notice more wrinkles and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's because I'm 40. But it's like, well, they were there. It's not like they just popped up. So. <laughs> Not on the day you turned 40. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other day I was getting my makeup done. So I was never given the like female gene of like understanding how to be like put on makeup and do your nails and hair. Like I, I still I'm like, it's bad. And so I ran out of almost all my makeup and I don't wear a lot of makeup because usually in the heated yoga studio. So it's like in or with kids, I'll just put like a little bit on. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to Ulta. I'm going to make an appointment. I'm going to treat myself to a makeup lesson and, you know, get some new stuff, which was awesome. The gal was so fun and got a bunch of new stuff that was really great. And I was so funny because I, it was in Plano. So I live in very far North Dallas, which when people come to my house, they think I'm in Plano and that's a suburb of Dallas. And so this Alta was in Plano. And I realized about halfway through like, oh, this girl's not anywhere near my age. Like she's probably about 25. And then I'm like, oh, I'm like old to her. Okay. <laughs> and then I don't know, I was like having all these like weird things going through my head. And then I'd mentioned my kids or whatever. So at some point she referenced me as a suburban mom. <gasps> <laughs> and I literally was like, oh, what? <laughs> Am I one of those? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, wait, I'm in Plano. And I was just telling you I'm a mom. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So and I think like those types of things are hitting me a little bit more because I am turning 40, you know, but I don't know. It's all it's all kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be good. We'll have a celebration as we always do and party it up and all that good stuff. So I'm excited. But yeah, so speaking of that, I think we introduced this in the last episode, but for my 40th birthday, I, well, not just for the birthday, but just the year, I guess I'm doing 40 for 40. So 40 free clarity calls, which 40 free coaching calls. And so if you're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, go to AngelaWagnerCoaching.com slash apply and you can apply and then we'll send you the schedule. And there's no selling on these calls. This is 100% my gift to our community. So whatever it is that you want to chat about, we'll chat over audio Skype. And I'm so excited to get this started. So once we'll have 40 of them to celebrate the 40 years and then once they're gone, they're gone. So that's it. That's my birthday gift mm -hmm. to you guys. And you won't regret it. Just call. Just call. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're up for sucky moment of the week. Here's our sucky scale. One being kind of sucky. Five being super sucky. One. <sighs> two. Three. Seriously? Four. Five. And I'm going to rate this one a three. Seriously? All right. So I had a total, I'm going to blame it on Prego Brain, 
because that's allowed right now. So I need to use that card when I can. <laughs> but I had a total brain fart moment and I went home for lunch from, I was working at Yoga Sport Dallas. I went home to lunch, ate my lunch and it was time to go back to the studio. And I was doing way too many things at a time, like trying to take the trash out, the recycling out, and then make sure I had all my clothes that I needed for the rest of the day at the studio. And so I was carrying all this stuff out and I'm so pumped about all the tasks that I'm getting done and being super efficient. And I go outside, I get in the garage, I close the door behind me, I start throwing, putting all the stuff away. And then I realize I have no keys to get in my car and I just locked myself out. Whoa. Uh -oh. <laughs> so I literally only had access to the garage and BTW, it's like a hundred degrees outside. <laughs> so, BTW. <laughs> it is so hot and we only have, Vic and I only have one car. And so now there's this car in the garage that I can't get in. I can't get back inside the house. Thank goodness I had my cell phone in my pocket. Otherwise, oh, it would not have been a pretty situation, but I had to text Vic and he had to get a Lyft driver to bring him home. <laughs> like it was this whole crazy mess. And it was just, it did not go according to plan. The whole situation did not go according to plan. But my inspired action from this was don't panic. Like don't panic. Cause especially being pregnant right now, I like kind of run already a little bit on higher emotions than I normally do. And my initial response is always to like freak out. <laughs> and I was like, okay, don't panic. At least I'm inside. Like I'm in the garage. It's sort of kind of cool in here. Not really, but at least it's shaded. And I have my phone. Like these are all positive things. Call Vic. And I never call Vic at work. So he, of course, panics <laughs> when I call him. And I'm like, I'm super sorry, but I need you to bring me the keys to the house. And it was like, it was a very chill moment. Like he was like, okay, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Not a big deal. I'll work from home the rest of the day. Wasn't even like upset with me at all. He was like, no, we'll be fine. Let's just keep going. And cause he was worried it was something to do with the baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. it was, I honestly, it turned out like a very smooth, which could have been very stressful, very stressful moment. And I was like, nope, we're not going to panic. Not going to panic today. <laughs> Good. Yeah. And there's always a solution. So if you don't panic, you can figure out the solution. <laughs> totally. Now I was super sweaty by the time he got there and I was really excited. I was like, I'm glad it didn't take any longer. <laughs> oh yeah. Being pregnant does not help that situation. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> Vic to the rescue. <laughs> always. Always. All right. So Nicole, what would you do with eight extra hours in your day? The list is like insane. I would do so many things. I would sleep more. I would plan out my week because I've always like wanted to be on that type of schedule. I would take more playtime. Ooh, oh my goodness. I feel like this list could go on for hours. I would probably clean more often than I do now. Like that deep cleaning that makes me feel really good. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I took last week off and I, everyone laughs because they're like, what'd you do on your vacation? And I was like, oh, well, I cleaned out all the kids' clothes. I donated. I mean, I basically had like this massive list of projects I wanted to do. And that's what I did on my vacation because like that's what helps me relax. Like, and that's obviously not everyone. I also got pedicure and I also got a 
massage and I did some fun things too. But for me, it's like therapeutic to, to clear space and all that. But so if you sign up for the Spark program, you really will gain eight hours in your week because I will teach you not only time management, but you're going to work on looking at like, how are you spending your time and where do you want to spend your time? And then how do you actually make that happen? Which is so important for us because I think there's so many times in life where we just, we're just in go mode and we don't stop to actually think about the decisions we're making. And it's like, we don't want life to get too far along and look back and go, Oh my God, I wasted all this time. And I always hear from people, all my students, clients, friends, I'm overwhelmed. And I don't have enough time, right? Like, do, do you feel like that often, Nicole? Oh, yeah. I think that's my my first excuse for everything is I don't have time for that right now. <laughs> yeah, right. And so it's really about getting a handle on that. And that's how you also get a handle on overwhelm. So we also do exercises I call stress less. And you guys know I've been working in the yoga and mindfulness industry for 15 years. So that is one of my expertise is helping people figure out really simple, easy ways to find some calm. I mean, we're talking like five minutes or less. So if you want to do something for yourself and you want to make a change in your life, it's a five week program and you get lifetime access. So you can do it more than once, which is super cool. Go to AngelaWagnerCoaching.com slash spark and you won't regret it. So I hope that you will join us. And if you ever have questions about it, just email us Angela at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com or Nicole at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com and we'll answer your questions. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. It's been close to five years since I went through Angela's Spark program. At the time, I knew I wanted a shift in my life, but I didn't have a vision for what that meant or how to go about creating change. So Spark program was pivotal in in defining what I didn't want in order to make space for what I did. Now that I'm five years out, things came in the right time and step by step there are probably milestones that I was aware of um, and there's probably a lot of milestones that I wasn't but one of the early stage milestones definitely was Angela's Spark program. It was foundational to where I am today. So this week's episode was inspired by a listener question. And as you guys know, you can send in your questions, podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. We love getting these. We love talking to our listeners. So please, please, please keep writing. Samantha writes, I really love the podcast. So thank you for doing it each week. I have a question about paper. What papers do I need to keep? I have organized file drawers of bills, financial statements, bank statements, certificates, and more. It's starting to take up a lot of space, but I don't want to scan all of it. I am also trying to figure out a new system to start scanning so I don't have to keep all this paper. Do you have any ideas? Oh, girl. (laughs) Yeah, this one's really big, especially for those of us that didn't start in the digital world. So some like millennials and stuff kind of started that way. And so they have a system and they don't have a big file cabinet or three like some of us do or did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if you're in this camp, I totally relate because I had like 
three file cabinets worth of paper at one point. Did you? Oh my goodness, no. So I think I fall more on the millennial side of, of this one. I didn't have a lot of paper to start with, so I developed like a, a really serious system around paper. But my sister and my mom both come from that world of where you have to keep everything paper-wise. So mm-hmm. I totally get it. Yeah, I mean, I remember... Like when I was in college and then just, you know, in my early 20s, like I saved everything because we were, we were told you had to, you mm-hmm. know, like, and that was before even pa- most things were paperless. So you'd get like all your bank statements, all your financial statements, you'd get all your bills in the mail. And so I had like file drawers of like every car payment and utility bill and AT&T bill. And I remember just going through them because like there was like this weird fear around throwing it away. Like, oh, you might need this someday, you know? Mm-hmm, exactly. And it's it like, why would I need it? So, but now everything's online. So I think that's really where we have to shift. And even this last year, after I read Marie Kondo's books, she's like super like, she thinks you should have like one file with just a few things that you like need for life and that's it. And I thought she was nuts. So I had to do it kind of in stages. And, but I really am to that point where I have, I think maybe two files. And even like my bank statements for the business and everything, like I was told you had to keep those, but it's like, no, you don't. It's all online. And so I enter everything into QuickBooks and then I save it and then I back it up. So it's all there. And then I can always go on chase.com and get what I need. So totally. I think what you have to do is when you're going through your papers, this is a great question to ask yourself, which is why am I keeping this piece of paper? So a lot of times people will, the answer is because I thought I had to, right? And so that's where I had to get to. And so start asking questions. Like I started asking my accountant, do I need to keep this? How long do I need to keep it? Can I scan it? Those are great questions because a lot of the rules around that have changed. Whereas before they were like, no, illegally you can't. And now it's like you can basically scan everything. If you have friends that work in different industries that can help you, ask your financial advisor if you have one, a business coach, if you have a business, you know, just so that you can get a handle on do you really need to keep it and how can you file it? So old school paper that you no longer need to keep as actual paper is like bills, financial statements, bank statements, medical claims. That was one. I just kept all the like explanation of benefits papers. You know those? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And our insurance now is like, I don't know, we're on a different plan than we used to be with John's company like switched over. And so now they won't go paperless with our plan. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So every single time we go to the doctor, we get like a three page thing. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah. And I went online. I called them. I was like, please, please stop because you can go on and you create a login and every explanation of benefit you've ever wanted and all the information is right there. It's so much easier than keeping paper. And they were like, well, we don't know why, but this one plan doesn't allow for it, which I thought was so archaic. I'm like, what? This is like 2007. I mean, 2007. (laughs) (laughs) We're much younger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. This is 2017. So shred all of those every time you get them make anything that you can paperless like that's key and if sometimes people like there's one bill that my husband wants to get in the mail because he just is so scared that he's going to forget it in, in through email and he's one of those people who has like 5000 emails in his box mm. which is fine i'm like okay fine you can do that but then you're responsible for paying the bill and shredding it right away i do not want this as like a pile or anything in my house you know totally i think that helps make mail less stressful for people too like people who have like that 
the whole thing around not wanting to check their mail. If you go paperless, then you won't have as big of a stack, you know, because it's not in there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Now moving on to mail. This is so funny. Every group coaching program that I have done, every single one, we end up talking about mail and there's always at least two people, if not more, that like are so stressed out about their physical mail that they don't check it and they have like piles upon piles. And it is amazing to me. And I know it's true because even with my staff at the studio, like I mail a birthday card to every employee. And then usually there's like a little gift card for a coffee or something in there. And sometimes two months later, I'll get an email be like, oh, my gosh, I just checked my mail. Thank you so much. (laughs) And I'm like, you haven't gone through your mail in two months? Like, oh, my gosh, it stresses me out. So I can't get into the whole like. I can definitely coach you on that. So if you want to call me for a clarity call, this is a great one topic to talk about. But there's definitely a lot more going on there that we can kind of get down into. But start right now and just every single day, go to your mailbox and just clean it out. Like there's not usually that much in there. It's like and put it into piles. I have a pile. It's like goes right into the recycle bin. Anything that I don't want but has my name on it. So if it has your name on it and your address and all that stuff, one of my friends, Mike, taught me years ago, shred it because that's how people can get your information. So if it has, if it says like your name or general mailing, then you can toss it. But if it has your information on it, put that part into the shredder and then you have stuff that you need to deal with and deal with it right away. If it's a bill, just pay it. I mean, it takes two seconds to go on your bank account and just pay the bill, you know? Totally. And anytime I get like something new, like if we sign up for like a new credit card or something and I get the first statement or the first letter in the mail from them, like that's automatically becomes an action item. So it goes in the action pile and I'm like, all right, let's go to the computer and go paperless for this one. Yeah. And some people do work better. Well, they'll put like they'll have a little pile of action items and then like they'll have, like my mom like pays bills on a certain day of the week or this or that. And for me, I've noticed it's just easier for me to do it right away or especially like I scan all my receipts into my Amex for the business. And so I used to like wait and once a week do all that. But now I'm like, if I just log right in, I click the picture and then toss the thing. It just seems like so much less stress for me or if like depositing a check or something. Mm-hmm. So you just have to find what works for you. Because what I found is a lot of people will make this quote action item pile and then it just becomes another pile they ignore. Totally. Yeah. I think you have to figure out which personality style you are there. So I'm like your mom. I only pay bills on Monday and I take care of the whole whatever's happening all on Monday. But that's what works for me. But that way I don't have to think about it the rest of the week. But if it's one of those things that you constantly think about it every time you see it, then yeah, you've got to just take care of it right away. Yeah. And you just have to know what works for you. If mm-hmm. If you're putting it in a pile and that ends up being a procrastination technique, then it's probably easier for you to do do it the way I do it. Yeah. And then bill pay, as we talked about. And I think, you know, in this day and age, almost everyone is set up on bill pay. But, you know, that takes so much less time if you have everything set up through bill pay and automate as much stuff as you can. I mean... I think sometimes it, I mean, you still want to be checking in. Like we had our water bill one time it was like $700 more than normal. Oh my gosh. And we had it on auto pay and we didn't pay attention. And then obviously we noticed that charge cause it was so high and it was clearly a mistake, but like they, you know, so you do want to keep a pulse on like what you're being charged each month if you do automate it. So in the free challenge that I have online, the seven days to make your life sparkle there, one of the days we deal with paper clutter and there's a bonus in there that will tell you there's a website. I won't give it to you. You got to sign up for the challenge and then you'll get it. So just email us or actually just go onto the website, AngelaWagnerCoaching.com 
and just scroll down a little bit and you'll see it. You just put your name and email in and it's, I love it. It's such a cute challenge, but, um, there is a link on that page and it'll tell you like, I think seven different or eight different steps of things you can do. And you can get off of all the lists of like the value pack, those coupons. You can like ask them to stop giving you credit card offers for five years. There's so many things that you get in the mail that you end up throwing away that you can get off these lists. So it never even comes to you. Totally. When I did the seven day challenge, this was like one of my favorite ones because I had never, <laughs> I've never heard of this before. And I was so excited to go to that little link and get rid of all of those. And seriously, I feel like my mail has been more than cut in half because of that. Well, and wait, like it took probably up to 60 to 90 days for all of it to take place. I didn't check our mail for three days and I thought, oh my gosh, our mailbox is going to be so full. We had like one piece of mail in there. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so working. You know? Yeah, it's magical. Once it like came into effect, I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. (laughs) I know. And when I was looking into that, there are some paid. So if you really want to get rid of that stuff and you don't want to deal with, because this, the thing that I give you is free and you have to do, you know, you have to do some work around it. And it won't get rid of everything, but there's actually some services that you can pay that are fairly inexpensive. I want to say like two, three dollars a month that will do it for you. So if you don't, you know, if money's not an issue for you, you can get this taken care of for you, which is really pretty neat. So we can, Sarah can look up some of those too. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've looked those things up, but it might be worth the investment, whether it's time or money, because if it adds stress to your life, it's just, it's not worth it, right? It's paper. And I always feel like too, it, better for the earth. Like the, I always think, gosh, when I get these huge catalogs that I'm not going to look at, I'm like, this is a tree, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or like the phone book. Like I'm so surprised that they still do that. Like we get a phone book dropped onto our front porch once a year. But you, you fill that out. So you're not going to get that now, right? Exactly. So it ho- I'm hoping that that falls under the category of one that we won't get. I only get it once a year, but like, it's the legit whole, like yeah, thick yellow pages type thing. And I'm like, who uses this? <laughs> well, and even if you're, some of that stuff isn't covered by that website, whether it's like yellow pages or catalogs or whatever, you can call or email all these places and ask them not to send them. The one thing that I've found frustrating is like when you shop at a place, they automatically put you back on their list. So like I've gotten off a lot of these lists and then, you know, around Christmas, I get so many catalogs and I don't want them. And so I'm like, oh, so there, it's definitely an ongoing process, but there's a lot you can do right away. Totally. Okay. And then magazines are big. I am amazed. So every year in January, we have this big, we call it a summit and it's for my yoga staff. And it's really fun. We have like a weekend together. We do all the stuff. We do vision boarding and I ask everybody to bring in magazines and, you know, we clip magazines like old school style. I cannot tell you how many magazines people have. It's unbelievable the amount of magazines people bring me. So it's totally cool to have magazines. If you read them and you like them, awesome. But when you're done, get rid of them. And I think it's really important to get rid of them right away because there's a lot of ways that you can use them. Like you can donate them to doctor's offices, to libraries often will take them. But if you wait three years, no one wants to know about what happened in The Bachelor three years ago. You know, like, (laughs) yeah, you know, nobody wants like old stuff. And so at that point, you're going to have to recycle it, which is fine. But again, and then what I had to do is get really, really honest with myself because I love like Real Simple Magazine. I love it, but I was never reading it. And I would get stressed every time it would come because I'm like, I want to read this. And for whatever reason, I just would never read it. And then I would recycle it like six months later because I never read it. So I finally was like, 
Angela, cancel the subscription. <laughs> yeah. If you don't read it, then why even? Why even have it? Just one more thing in your mailbox. Yeah. And honestly, I felt so like disappointed in myself that I wasn't reading it. So then that's another stress, right? Oh, so you just, yeah. it's silly. <laughs> and you can also, I did not know this until I got really deep into this. Say you've only had like six months. You don't have to wait till the year's up. Like you can call and cancel and they actually give you a refund. So you can cancel right now. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Well, I don't have any magazines either though. (laughs) Not shocking. I knew that one wouldn't be a surprise, but yeah, there's definitely no magazines coming to my house. Well, and John and I got caught one year. We totally like, you know, AA with uh, American Airlines was like, your miles are going to expire here. Magazines for miles and you could trade. And so we're like, they're free. And so we got like all these different magazines. So then we have like five different magazines coming to the house that we never read, (laughs) but they were free. You know what I mean? And so now like the same thing came and I'm like, you know what? The miles are just going to expire. I don't need the magazine. (laughs) Mm -mm. That's how they get you with that free stuff. (laughs) I'm telling you, you got to fight it, people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I came up with a list of creative ways to reuse and recycle paper. Shredding is the best. And I'm telling you, like Luke and I have shredding parties. Like yesterday, now he's calling it grinding. He goes, Mommy, can I grind this? He gets so excited. <laughs> so you can shred any of that for packing material, which is really great. So you can save some of that. Old tissue, so tissue that comes or any kind of packing material, but especially tissue like from gift bags people give you and stuff like that, especially around the holidays, I'll save it. And then you can just use for like your ornaments, you can wrap them or frames. Or if you know, have a friend that's moving, like you can just give it to them. It's awesome. If you separate, like say you have colored paper, you can separate that out and you can actually use that in gift bags, which is really cute. I love doing that. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't even, it doesn't even have to be colored, but it's cuter. Okay. So my friend in high school, Leslie taught me the coolest way to make envelopes out of paper. And we would take like, I remember I still had it till like last year when I did like a deep, deep clean and I, it was an old camel cigarettes ad, which is hilarious because it, w- it was like this weird psychedelic, like purpley thing. And it had like, you know, then it ended up just being this kind of outline of camel, which is so funny because I don't even know. Do they even have those ads in magazines anymore? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But this is literally from high school. And then she had like the coolest way and you could fold up and you made an envelope. So neat. So we would send all our letters and all kinds of stuff with this. So you can look that up online. I'm sure that there's a tutorial or 50,000 on Pinterest. But if you're crafty and you like doing that kind of stuff, that's really neat. You can wrap gifts in magazines and newspapers and papers. I love doing that. I think it's really fun. Oh, me too. And then I love giving those kind of gifts to kids. They love like when you do the funny cartoons, you know, the comic strips Uh and you wrap them with that. And then they like read the whole box before they even open it. Like that is just such a cool thing. (laughs) It is cool. And I try to be much more conscious about recycling and all that stuff. So I've started feeling really guilty about wrapping things in paper and like gift paper. But I know as a kid that that's so much more fun than a gift bag. Mm -hmm. So that's right. So I'm starting to think around like, okay, let me do things like that. Because the kid, well, especially, you know, three in one, they don't care what the wrapping paper looks like. They just want to rip something. Exactly. They just want to rip whatever's on there and get it out. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I said this, you can donate magazines to doctor's offices or libraries. And again, don't wait till they're too old or nursing homes or there's just all kinds of places that you can find that might need magazines. You know, 
Another one I just like just came to my mind is I used magazines and newspapers when I was teaching elementary school. Like it that was a cool thing. So you could ask like your kids, teachers, if they'd be interested in taking some of that because there's all sorts of lessons and things that you could do like with pricing that's in catalogs or it could be just like, you know, little reading things that they want to use. So that's another good resource. Oh, that's a great idea. I love that. Yeah. And I used to think like this was so cheap of me to do this, but it, you can call it cheap, frugal, but it's also just smart with recycling and money and all kinds of things. So if you print a bunch of stuff like at home and then you work on it, then save it and then print it on the back. So if you're not double side printing something, then use the back of that piece of paper. And we used to do it at the studio too. Like we changed all the registration forms, remember? And then like mm-hmm. we just print it. We used because we had like a hundred or two hundred. And in the past, I would have just recycled them. But it's like, oh, my gosh, that's like 200 sheets of paper we could use for other things, you know, so. Totally. Yeah. I love that. Do you have any other ideas on paper? I feel like you came up with some really creative ones there. I'm loving all of these. I'm excited to try some more. Like you just made me get pumped about wrapping gifts in <laughs> in newspaper and stuff. That was things I did that like a long time ago when I was teaching very little kids. So this is this is exciting. I'm pumped. I don't have I can't think of anything else to add, but I am excited. Yeah, if you guys have any thoughts too, I'm sure we'll be posting about this on social media. Sarah will put up some fun things. So definitely share any projects you're working on. But I mean, I used to think because that's the way I grew up and the way like the world was when I was younger was that like you had to have all this paper, you know, and mm-hmm. oh, well, going back to the scanning thing. So moving on to like, how do you move forward from this? So once you clear that out, like for me, it was just like everything is scanned. So I used to have all my receipts for the business and then I would you know, paperclip them. I, in my attic, I have like years yoga sports stuff and I do have to save it for seven years. And I really thought about scanning it all. And then I was like, okay, that would take so much time. It's not worth it. It's just going to stay up in my attic. And then once the seven years are up, which a lot of it I could get rid of at this point, then I'll recycle it and shred it. So I think make it make sense for you. Like don't go back and scan things that are super old. If you need to keep them, just keep them and then get rid of them when you can. A lot of documents like that, it's seven years that you have to keep them, but ask your accountant. But like, so that, and then receipts, like a lot of like my Amex now, it just has, it has a whole app that's just called receipt match and you just scan it and then it matches it to the purchase. So that's awesome, right? Then there goes the receipt. Or I don't even know, like I scan everything. Like if I do get a medical thing, or if I get exercises from my doctor on something I need to be working on, then I just scan it and I put it up in my Dropbox. And there it is. I think that's the important part too. like is once like once you're ready to like begin this adventure is like have a system moving forward, like, okay, scan it as you go. Don't let it get to that whole pile scenario because that's when it gets really stressful. And I'm like, it's too much to scan. I don't want to scan it. And But if you do it as you go, I mean, it like takes just a couple of minutes and then boom, you've got it stored digitally and you can access it whenever you need to. Yeah. And what I'll do a lot is I'll make a pay, uh, like a little pile of stuff I need to scan or like, you know, I need to deposit this check. I need to scan this receipt. I need to put in this Pampers reward code, which I don't even know why I waste my time because I never like use it. But someday I'll get, you know, a million free diapers or something <laughs> um, <laughs> when my kids are 25. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so I'll just make a little pile. And then that's what I do. Like when I'm sitting down to watch like the bachelorette or something, I never like fully watch the bachelorette. Of course, like I should, as I told you guys, the last episode, you should just sit down and be able to play. But I still sometimes will then, you know, scan some of those little things because I can do it mindlessly while I'm doing something fun. So that's another idea. 
you know, make it so it's not so daunting for you. For sure. And I think another good tip, especially if you're from that generation of people who were taught and like it's ingrained in your bones to hold on to all this paper is just to like go in stages. Like don't try to get down to that single folder of papers like in like don't make that a one day event. Like (laughs) go do that in stages because I feel like that could be super overwhelming because I'm helping my mom organize some stuff and like just seeing the amount of paper that she has. I was like, okay, we're gonna have to spread this out. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really good advice. And I kind of did that too. I did it in stages. And I think with organizing and decluttering in general, that's really common. It's not Marie Kondo style. But I think for a lot of people, it's more realistic one time wise, but two, especially when you're making a big change like that, it's like we need a little bit of time to adjust to the new normal and be comfortable with wherever that is. Sometimes you're like just ready, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready to get down to one file because I still in my head thought I still needed like a file drawer of things. And then it was like another year went by and then I cleaned out and then I realized, oh, wow, I really don't actually need all these things in here. You know, so just give yourself some time to kind of figure out what your process is going to be. Yeah, I agree. Totally. And then once you have a process, then you just kind of, it's just like your new way of being. And so that that makes it a lot easier. (laughs) Yeah. And it will be uncomfortable at first if you're, and it's so much easier. Yeah. It's so much easier to, to like unfold a piece of paper and stick it in a file drawer. Like that's, it takes no time. And so now I'm like, oh, well now I actually have to scan it. I've got to rename it, put it doesn't, that doesn't take that much more time, but it certainly takes two seconds to go stick it in a file. But then it's just like, that's basically like making a pile in it in a folder. (laughs) It's a a neat pile. (laughs) Yeah, it's a neat pile. And then you got to label the pile, then you got to manage the pile, then you got to realize a year, two, three years later, you don't need anything in the pile, then you got to shred the pile, right? So it's like all that's going to eventually happen. So Mm -hmm. yeah, agree. So good luck to the sparkers out there. We are sending out good vibes. And we're going to save some trees in, in the meantime, for sure, which I love. All right. So what's our try this? Your try this for this week is to go through your file cabinet and immediately get rid of everything you know you can get rid of. Time to have a shred party. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah, I mean, that's easy, right? And it's like you don't have to spend a ton of time. Just be like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, my (laughs) this is my Geico insurance for when I was in college. Pretty safe. Yeah. <laughs> don't need that one anymore. Go ahead. <laughs> or like, don't you love when you have like stuff from a car you don't own anymore? You're like, oh, here's my oil change. from. My- <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Totally. For my first car ever. I'm like, why? Why do I still have this? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I'm going to finish this off with a shout out to Dr. Riggs, who is one of my new doctors. I have been having really bad headaches and a lot of jaw pain. And I've always grinded my teeth my whole life. And I've always worn an overnight by guard splint, but it's just gotten like totally unmanageable. And so my dentist referred me to him and he specializes in, I think it's called oral facial pain. And it's unbelievable. So I've gone to him maybe three times and my life has like completely changed. And they just changed the way my guard fits, my bite, of all these crazy exercises to do. And it's just given me this total new awareness of like how much I clench my teeth even throughout the day. But everything that he's done with my bike guard, I mean, I can't tell you, I wake up and I feel so much better. That's magic. I may have to get his number from you because Vic has been having like some weird jaw stuff going on. So I feel like you just helped me find a solution. 
I know. And it's tough because like he's out of network for every insurance. So it's quite a bit of money up front. But it was one of those things where it was like, OK, well, I'm going to I have to get this taken care of. And they're really reasonable on like the way that they handle all that stuff. And like I thought they were going to come in and say, like, you need an Invisalign because that's what everyone says. Like, oh, well, your bites off. And they were like, no, I think we they're really conservative. So they're like, we'll start with this, this and this. And then, you know. And there's a lot of other things that they can do that I thought, oh, let's go straight to that. And they're like, no, let's try this first. So I really like their approach. He's people come from all over. They said they had like a patient fly in from Guatemala and he's like in Richardson, like 10 minutes from me. So I was like, this is meant to be. And they have a massage therapist that specializes in all the trigger points of the jaw and like your head. And she takes your chart and like, will work on it like in a kind of medical way. So I'm going to go do that next week. And I'm like, oh, this might change my life. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that is so interesting. Like that you talk, like we were talking about this this morning for Vic. I was like, I don't even know who to call about your jaw. I was like, who's the doctor? <laughs> that Ooh, you do? That's so crazy. Cause yeah. yeah, I haven't told this to you. Okay. Well, I'll yeah. give you his info. Yeah, yes, please. Ugh, you're going to make Vic's day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So shout out to Dr. Riggs. 72% of packaged products in grocery store contain added sugar. Never healthy, guys. <laughs> Which is amazing. 72%. That's, That's crazy. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah, so I teach hump day class, which is some booty work. That's hilarious. I love it. Oh, yeah. People want to work on that booty. <laughs> Alright, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, please help us out and leave us a review on iTunes and share this episode with your friends. You can find the show notes and blog posts, all the goodies at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Coach A Wags. And remember, you can sign up for a free clarity call, no selling allowed, 30 minutes with me just to help you out and go to AngelaWagnerCoaching.com slash apply. And I'm doing 40 free calls to celebrate my 40 years. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass and discover what it is that sparks you. 